Mike Slater. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. And go for Mike Slater in 3, 2, 1. You're listening to Mike Slater, part of the next generation of talk radio, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Slider Crusaders, America's the greatest country in the world. Thank you for being here. Uh, if you're just tuning in, the last hour we uh, talked with the screenwriter of Braveheart. Just an incredible man. The movie came out 20 years ago. I just Let me pull this up here real quick. Um, I just looked up on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the reviews of Braveheart. Because who doesn't like Braveheart? 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. 85% of audience. Who watches Braveheart? And is like, meh. <laughs> that was all right. Here's one review. The movie is full of battle scenes, all of them interchangeable. And I'm thinking the battle scene. I don't know anyone. I don't know. Seriously, I don't know a single guy who says, oh, Braveheart was amazing. A lot of great battle scenes. It's not about the battle scenes. That is, that is, that is not what the movie's about. Battle scenes. Jeez. Anyway, love talking with... Uh, with Randall, just a wonderful, wonderful man. You can check it all out on theblaze.com slash radio. We'll put it up on the podcast there. Um, I want to play this this audio here. I think this is really fascinating. So last week, was it last week? Yeah, we talked about uh, why people in, uh, under the age of 35 are so unhappy. Um, and part of it is Facebook image crafting. It creates feelings of envy. I have been obsessed lately with this effect that social media has on us, has on our brains, the effect it has on how we interact with each other. And I really just want to make sure that I don't come across as an old fogey, right? So I was like, like, you kids and your technology. Like, that's, I don't want to be that guy. Because I think social media and the internet, of course, are very good things when used properly, which is like anything, I suppose. A knife is a very good thing. But when used improperly, it could be very dangerous, whether it's intentionally used improperly or unintentionally used improperly. A knife can be very dangerous, but also very good. And that's, I mean, cars are good things, right? But people die using them. So I'm not anti-car, just want to make sure it's used properly. So social media is no different. So there's this girl in Australia. She's 18. Uh, Asina, Asina, I don't know how you pronounce it. Asina, Asina O'Neill, and she had five hundred. I said had five hundred thousand followers on Instagram, two hundred thousand on YouTube, sixty thousand on Snapchat. So she was a social media star, very attractive, skinny as a stick, and she has given it all up. She's quit social media, and not only quit, but in the meantime, she exposed what a fraud social media is. She says it is perfectly orchestrated, self-absorbed judgment, and I was consumed by it. Clip three. I had, I had messages and messages of big companies, brands, sponsorships on my hands. And I was in LA and I was at a pinnacle of success in what I thought it was. I was dating a guy that was way more famous, famous than me, way more successful, had an amazing car, beautiful beyond words. And he was 
depressed. And I was like, what, you, you have everything. I was surrounded by all this wealth and all this fame and all this power. And yet, they were all miserable. And I had never been more miserable. I'm the girl that had it all. And I wanna tell you that having it all on social media means absolutely nothing to your real life. And it, it might for a second, yeah, like I was, I was making changes in a, in a small amount to do with veganism, to do with um, uh, whatever, positive thinking. But at the same time, everything I was doing was edited and contrived and to get more value and to get more views, to get more, oh, I had all this in me that I just wanted more people to hear me so everything I did was for views for likes for followers I did shoots for like hours just to get photos for Instagram I would meet up with people and talk and connect whatever but just make photos for Instagram like yes I could connect with them but the basis of what we were doing wasn't just love and in nature and getting out there and, and talking about life it was social media which is now a business if you don't think it's a business, you're deluding yourself. If, unless you follow like very, very clean counts. counts. It's out there. Um, that interesting. I mean, first of all, she's, I mean, she sounds like Solomon. It's like, it's like, it's a, it's a modern day version of Ecclesiastes right there. Basically that, that entire last 60 second clip. Um, but just interesting that, that most, I don't say most, many successful people are, are miserable. And, and what's also about that is everything she did was for someone else. It was for likes, was for follows, even conversations she had with people. It wasn't for the sake of the conversation. It was to get a good picture out of it so that she could post it and get more likes and followers. Even conversations. So this, this fake world, the social media world, made the real world fake. I mean, the real world, like everything was fake now. Even conversations you have, like inviting friends over. She would invite girls over that she didn't like just so they could get pictures and make it seem like they were having fun. Which in turn made other people feel like feel less because they weren't, quote unquote, having fun with other people. But neither were they. And she finally discovered how empty likes and followers are, how insignificant that is. Meaningless, as Solomon would say. It means nothing. Now, of course, you know, likes and follows can be used for good things if it's something with meaning and something with purpose. But if it's just for its own sake, then that's that's absolutely meaningless. One last clip here, clip four. We have clip four here, bro. I told myself that when I have heaps of views, people will view me. I will feel valued. I will feel happiness. I let myself be de- defined by numbers. And the only thing that made me feel better about myself, I don't think I was, I, I don't want to say I was depressed or had anxiety, but I definitely had all the symptoms that if you Google depression and anxiety, I had all of that times a billion. The only time I felt better about myself really was the more followers, the more likes, the more praise, and the more views I got online. It was never enough. You'd think getting 100,000 followers on Instagram would be amazing. Yeah, it was for the day but then you want 200,000. You'd think having 500,000 followers on Instagram is like the dream, right? That's what I, if someone told me at 16 or 12, at 12, Asina, you're gonna have 500,000 followers on Instagram. You're gonna have a YouTube account that has 100,000 views plus. You're gonna um, have a big modeling contract. You're gonna have all of that. I would have been like, no, no, what? I would have gone crazy. 
and I'm quitting social media to tell anyone, everyone who's still watching, I was miserable. I had it all and I was miserable because when you let yourself be defined by numbers, you let yourself be defined by something that is not pure, that is not real, and that is not love. Likes, views, followers. We are not followers. You are not a follower. I am not a follower. Love it. I love how she says, you know, I wanted 100,000, which is amazing, but then I wanted 200,000, then I wanted 300,000, then I wanted 400,000. And it was never enough. Here's my favorite part about what she did, though. Um, she So the account's completely gone, her Instagram account. But what she did before that is she went back to all of her pictures and changed the captions. So the original caption was like, ah, you know, here I am studying on the, by the pool. And she's in a bikini by the pool. And now the real caption says, I took a photo shoot here for three hours trying to find the picture that made my stomach look the best. And, right? So she, she did it behind the scenes, the reality of each picture. So here's just a couple of them. She says, um, this is so important for your kids to know. For your kids who are on Instagram and Facebook, because this is what happens. Your kids, your daughter especially, sits in bed at night. Your teenage daughter sits in bed at night with her phone going through other people's Instagram accounts and other models' Instagram accounts and people like this, their Instagram account, and they think it's real life and they compare themselves to it. And they feel worse. No one goes on Instagram feeling better about themselves afterwards. It doesn't happen. And it's not real. So here's a picture of her in this beautiful long white dress and she said, not real life. I didn't pay for the dress. Took countless photos trying to look hot for Instagram, and this formal dress made me feel incredibly alone. Another picture of her stomach, not real life, took over a hundred in similar poses trying to make my stomach look good. Uh, edit caption: This is what I look. This is what I like to call a perfectly contrived candid shot. Nothing is candid about it. Yes, I did go for a morning jog and ocean swim before school. But I felt the strong desire to pose with my thighs just apart, breasts pushed up, and face away because obviously my body is my most likable asset. Like this photo for my efforts to convince you that I'm really, really hot. Another one, please validate my efforts to look sexy with my bum being the point of this photo. I wish someone would have shook me and said, you have so much more in you than your sexuality. At 16, this is what I thought everyone wanted. Uh, here's one last one. This is a picture of her in a crop top with a skirt. She says, I was 16 here, 16. She said, I did not wear this outfit out of the house just for the photo. What's the obsession with trying to look older and sexier? So your 16 daughter, I guarantee you knows who this Asina O'Neill is. Looked at this photo, saw what she wore, assumed that that's what she wore out of the house. And now your daughter wants to wear that because that's what Asina O'Neill wore out. And here's the truth. She never wore it out. She didn't wear it outside. Um, and it's not just this girl, 50 Cent. So 50 Cent filed bankruptcy or whatever. And he was in front of the judge. And the judge said, what are you talking about, uh, Fitty? You have uh, all this money. You have all these cars. You have all this jewelry of these watches. I'm looking at your Facebook account and your Instagram account. You have all these things. You know, Facebook, uh, 50 Cent. He said, uh, what's 50 Cent's real name? I, I can't continue this story calling him. Curtis 50. Jackson. Curtis, thank you. Curtis Jackson said, uh, I don't own any of those things. I'd, I'd buy the watches and I'd return them. 
those aren't my cars. I I lease them and then I give them back. I, like I don't really have this money. It's not real. It's all fake. But then real life people are trying to emulate this, but it's not real. It's not at all real. So interesting from this girl. I'm super proud of her. And I think this is really important to uh, to show our kids. A couple weeks ago on my local show, we talked to a University of San Diego professor who did a big study for CNN. And they monitored the social media and texting activity of, I think, like 800 eighth graders. And first of all, they were appalled at how nasty kids were to each other. But... They also said that kids would take dozens of pictures, dozens of selfies to find the right one to post. Think about that. Your kids take dozens of selfies. So 30, 30 pictures of themselves to find the right one to post. And that's not even the worst part because then what they do is they go online and they see all these other photos that other kids took 30 of them to find the right one. It's Facebook image crafting. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Now get off my lawn, kids. I don't want to be that guy. Just your kids need to be aware, and you need to be aware of of, uh, the effect that this has on your kids. Not good. 1-888-933-93. And hold on. I've been talking about kids. I want to come back and share one study about the effect it has on adults. Even worse. 1-888-933-93. Mike Slater Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Spread the word. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440.